Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we are at the business end, for sure, now, round the 16th for the Euros. And it's a good time for us to do a quick preview, exactly. I know a lot of previews have been out there, but we like to save the best for the last. This is the best preview we get. I know the first game kicks off in about uh, probably an hour and a half or so. So we have to bring back the panel of surgeons like Itata call, calls us. You know, to dissect, <laughs> to dissect and do a preview and do a bracket prediction to make it interesting. I'm going to start a league going. There'll be a prize at the end of the league. Uh, Idris couldn't make it, but yeah, he, it, I told him, yeah, you you miss out on that. So I'll start, I guess. <laughs> I'll start from my right. The man from um, the Azuris who are like currently flying, Itata. Thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Josh. Uh, Josh, no, like, he's a French. He's a full, full-fledged French fan. Josh, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, man. Always a pleasure to be on the show. Um, then we go to Oga Kwame. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. And um, the man who is always on the move. We don't know <laughs> if he's the, you know. We don't know if he's the head of Uber or Lyft or like <laughs> one of those outlets, <laughs> you know, and he's just monitoring his business. You still hear me? <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <coughs> You're on mute, you hear me? You're on mute. You're on mute. <coughs> oh, now you muted yourself. Let me see if I can unmute him. Unmute yourself, yeah, man. You mute yourself by yourself. We can't hear you, man. Funny enough, we cannot hear you. Anyways, we'll come back to you. Maybe you should jump in. Yeah, me jump in and jump out. <coughs> yeah, can't hear anything. Okay, uh, so before, before we go in, first of all, I would, let me do how's everybody doing? Uh, let's start with a comment. I know you're outside, it's summer. You're outside. The streets are telling me you're outside, you know, having fun. <laughs> the streets are talking. I, I, not me. It's the streets. I heard one of the streets is that you're outside having fun. How's it going? How's summer? You know How's what? The, the, even, even though the streets are calling my name, I've not been able to answer because I've been so busy with, with work and personal stuff. Uh, yeah. But it's good, good, good. I'm, I'm, hoping I can, I'm hoping I can start going out to the streets in a couple of weeks. Okay, okay, that's good, that's good. Uh, oh, before I go to the next person, uh, if you're joining us, uh, click on our uh, YouTube button, like, subscribe, share. Also, um, Touchline Talks, also, his banner will be on his own. Share, follow, he does daily previews, content about Euros and other soccer stuff. Uh, talking about Touchline Talks, hey, how's it going? Now that lockdown has been, I guess, removed a little bit in Canada. I know you're outside, because you're always outside. Yeah. <laughs> How's that going? Um, things are going good. Um, obviously, COVID never really stopped me from, you know, handling business and doing what I needed to do. Um, uh, like Kwame said, work is getting busy because I'm, I'm in real estate. So summer is our busy um, period. And also with the lockdowns uh, coming to an end, we're beginning to start seeing... <laughs> I begin to start seeing a bit more uh, traction now in the market. So that's so it's been good. It's been good. And obviously the Euros has been fun. So 
has been keeping us entertained. Okay, okay. Um, Tata, you know, I know you are here. You're my we're local together here in H-Town, but how has summer been treating you so far? Well, uh, I would tell you, uh, not even the African experience can spare you from this happy song. You know, the sun is very happy in Texas, and uh, <laughs> and you <laughs> uh, when you step out, you, you're ready to face it. So, a lot of SPF, but we we are indoors. Um, it's pretty much a vampire thing. So everybody is like a vampire. I don't think anyone can handle it. So we are all indoors. Um, if you drive, you have to pray for your radiator. <laughs> well, you need to have an electric car then. <laughs> I can see you can hear us. Yemi, can you can you stop? Let's see if you, if your volume is back. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Clear now. Clear. Perfect. Sound clear. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Ah, summer you guys you. Summer's been great. Summer's been great. Work as it is. Uh, work, family, you know, uh, handling business. You know, you people think I drive all the time. Just coming from coaching, so I do some some of coaching. Nothing major. Just like all those Sunday night leagues. Nothing major. So, yeah, that's my Saturday morning for you. Okay, okay, okay. Now that we've done our, you know, daily check-in, you know, I think people should always check in on their people. It's very critical. It's important, you know. Lockdown has made everybody. So, always checking on people. Now let's dive into the what why we're here. How are you doing? How are you doing? I know you're not feeling well for some time. You better? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, yeah, I had like a, I guess, a flu for a while. Then I had to move and all that, but yeah, I'm good now. I'm now more stable. We moved now, um, so that's good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. So yeah, I'll be doing more content now. Um, probably <laughs> some live streams, you know, during knockout games because I'll be remote for a while. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah, Belgium, Portugal. Yeah, Belgium, Portugal. Is that? I, I think that's been on the tournament. I think that's a good yeah. tournament, in my opinion. Of the tournament, or you mean the round? Game oh, yeah. Game. Okay. Game of the round. I don't know about game of the tournament, but I would say game of the round. Game of the round. Okay. So let's let's dive in. Uh, Belgium, Portugal. Um, Touchline talks. Let's go, Josh. What are your thoughts? No. How do you think so? I pick I pick Belgium just because. Um, just looking at what Portugal has done. Obviously, Group F was the group of death. No yep. team in that group like impressed me, to be honest. Um, obviously, we could use the excuse of uh, because there was a lot of every opponent was a tough opponent. So maybe that's why they were a bit cautious in how they handled the game. Um, just looking at Portugal, I just feel they're not a balanced team. And yep. when you look at uh, the Belgian team, they have a lethal striker in Lukaku who has been firing. Um, and they also have a balanced midfield. Um, Eden Hazard is coming back to form. Uh, you've got KDB, who is now fit again. Um, you know, he's been doing bit, uh, bits as well. Tillemans is doing well. So I think, and then, although Belgium's defense is aging, but they still have that experience um, that I feel like they seem a bit more balanced than Portugal. And Portugal's in-game play, I just haven't seen them. Um, they just don't have the 
the team chemistry. I don't know, like their build-up play is kind of counterattacking too. So it could hurt Belgium, but at the same time, I just feel like Belgium is just a proper team. Okay, okay. Um, let's go to uh, Itata. Thoughts on Belgium, Portugal, maybe from the Portugal angle. If, if, if you want to talk about Belgium, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, um, well, I actually picked Portugal. The reason I okay. picked Portugal is um, they've played four very difficult games. And uh, as the tournament advances, they're getting stronger and more resilient. And it's, it's tournament football. Belgium, on the other hand, this might be just when the tournament starts for them. So it's it's a case of uh, Portugal being longer and done uh, in that acid than than Belgium, and that their skin is pretty thick now. And of course, if you if you're going to go with the argument that Cristiano Ronaldo is 900 years old, he he is waiting for stuff like that. You don't want to bet better against that guy. So no. I pick Portugal for that reason, just because they've come out of that extremely difficult group. And their skin is thicker. And of course, they are the champions. They won without chemistry. And they're even better now. So. Okay. 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 Lukaku versus Ronaldo. How do you think this is going to pan out? <laughs> Um, so I, I think I think this is going to be a very interesting game, um, a very difficult game for both sides. But I'm going to go with Itata and pick Portugal. The reason is this, almost for the same reasons as Itata. But for me, I think uh, I've not seen a lot of testing um, of that Belgian of that Belgian backline. We look at their talents going forward. You know, um, they're lethal, right? Lukaku can score against anyone. I've just, I mean, they've played against Russia so far, Denmark and Finland. None of those three teams have tested them defensively at all. And I look at their back line, um, <clears throat> Toby Alderweireld, uh, I, I think it's Bjarne Vertonghen. Those are not, I don't, I don't believe they're strong defenders. And in addition to that, Roberto Martinez will have to incorporate uh De Bruyne in that midfield, which means he pushes Tillemans to almost cover that back four. I don't see Tillemans, Tillemans doing enough of a job to protect that back four. And, you know, you have Ronaldo running at you, Ronaldo Silva running at you, Yao uh, Felix on the bench. I don't think that Portuguese, I mean, that Belgian back line can survive the Portuguese attack. Now, going the other side, uh, yes, there's Lukaku, there's De Bruyne, Yannick Carrasco, um, maybe even Eden Hazard, but even Portugal, like that I said, Portugal has been tested. They've been tested. They have Ruben Diaz, uh, freaking, what's his name? Pepe and Danilo Pereira in front. Like they, they are solid. They are solid. They, consider, they might have considered four goals against, I believe, Germany, but they've been, the, the testing started for them right from the get-go, right from when they started the tournament. And they have that experience. They've shown it. So um, I'm picking Portugal for this one. Okay. 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 Um, Yemi, what are your thoughts? Yes. It would depend on two coaches. I think this game is going to be on two coaches. The coach that gets, the coach that fixes his mistakes quicker mm. will win the game. It's all about mismatch. Okay, so now look at this poll to get now. Uh, they've still not figured out a way of, of this of this balancing their team. 
with this guy, Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes has not played well in this competition. Does that? Yeah. If he comes into the starting lineup, who do you pair with him in midfield? We saw a midfield that almost went toe-to-toe with France. In Sanchez, Moutinho, and Danilo. Even when Danilo left, the other guy, Pereira, or whatever his name is, that came in, they locked down that midfield. That match will be one in midfield. Whoever dominates the midfield in that match will win. I didn't initially picked Belgium. I picked Belgium, but I'm looking at Portugal. If they can fix that midfield, I have no problem with their defense because their defense is fine. Their attack is fine. It's just like what Jola said. Portugal will put this in Belgium's defense on a serious test because because those three front line they keep moving they can switch to the right most of them on there can play on the right can play from the middle and they can play from the left i don't think belgium's defense has played this in against that fluid attacking three that can kill you just on their own so yeah i'm leaning towards belgium but man this is a tricky game to call yeah i think the game will be won by the coaches Whoever coach better wins the game. Okay, okay, that's a, that's a good point. Um, my thoughts. Are you going to pick one uh, though? You got to pick one. I know. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick one. I picked Belgium. Oh, you picked no, no, Belgium? No, no, okay. I picked Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I said okay. earlier that I picked Belgium. But again, this is one game that anyone can win at any time. Yeah, and they and they both have star players, so it's not like and both of their players are in front. And then a KDB is, is KDB fully back. What is going on with yes. Bruno Fernandez? Yeah, all those. Okay, uh, I think it's evenly matched. Um, also, but I, I'm sticking with Belgium. I think Belgium have players who have points to prove in the midfield. Um, KDB, you know, ending Champions League the way it ended, Lukaku also, and they just have more players who have had, I guess, maybe apart from maybe KDB, they've had like more rest than the Belgian players. Belgian key players have like played so much football. Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes, Ruben Diaz. They played so much football last year. And it looks like Portugal, their coach is struggling with the balance in midfield. So yeah, like everything everybody has said, I'm going Belgium. So before we jump to England, Germany, take some comments. Tata is, it seems like you, you're on mute, Tata. I'll, I'll, point, I'll point out something real quick. There is also this pressure of the golden generation delivering that, that Belgium has on their back. You know, oh. they had the first, the Figo golden generation that always had to, in fact, when they had the highest chance to win the tournament, they met France at their best. True. And this golden generation now has an, an informed system in Italy and a destined winner in France. So <laughs> there is this added pressure that man, might make Belgium bottle as usual. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. Uh, Tata, it looks like you have uh, fans. Someone's hailing you said, bye-bye, Tata, longest time. You have <laughs> The, the Tata fan club is going, is going big. <laughs> the next comment United are Yemi. Say, Yemi, don't just don't break your leg again. Yemi, is there a story here? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh, just don't break my leg. Again. That's Again. The, so the, like the, that's happened before. So the implication is before. Let me just don't break your leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever said that probably yeah, there's a history, man. I, I ruptured my left knee, you know. Ruptured everything. So whoever said that know that yeah. Uh, no, I'm not playing anymore. More, uh, I'm just, I'm just a lover of the game. That's just what it is. Whoever said that, whatever. <laughs> Keep it moving. I heard, I heard, I heard and uh, and Alu, Alu Diara. They share Alu. Is it Traore, the one that plays for Arsenal? Diaby. They share hey! grandparents. So, no, 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 no. They no, share I'm grandparents, not. so that's why they're always injured. <laughs> <laughs> So it's your friend, I think your friend says Ajike. I don't know who that is. That's probably your guy. And oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool me. It is Yemi and Usman Dembele that are cousins. I okay, let's move on. Let's move Yemi on. Today is a shade Yemi day. I get it. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Okay, Kwame, your favorite topic, England, Germany, and it's your favorite topic because we are going to talk about your favorite manager, the guy Southgate. Oh, oh. So England, Germany. What are your thoughts? Let's go. Um, bruh. You know what? You know what? You know what's crazy? If first, I think England is going to win. Okay. Uh, because if anybody is going to beat Germany, this this is probably like the weakest German team I've seen in a long time. Uh, they've struggled. They've struggled so far in this tournament. The problem is though that in the last World Cup, I think in the last Euro as well, teams who have started poorly, they've ended up having doing doing great in the knock, knockout round. You know, um, France did not start great in 2018. They ended up winning. Portugal struggled in 2016 through the group stages. They ended up winning. So I would, I'll be a fool to count, you know, Germany out just like that. If I'm picking England, just because I think they're gonna get lucky and they're going to win. That's all. There is no. I don't. I don't think. I'm. I'm. I'm trying. To get into, I'm trying to get into Southgate's head right now, and okay. the tactical box in that head is empty. He doesn't have <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the most disrespectful comment I have heard. I mean if you the box is empty. <laughs> no, no, if, what what tactical tool do you think Southgate has to deploy against that German team as weak as the German team is? Right, well, um, well, needle and thread. You call you called him a tailor, so he has that tactics. Did he find a waistcoat in that box? I, I, I think I think that game is going to be freestyle FC, freestyle football. You will probably get some kind of brilliance from Bukayo Saka or maybe Jack Grealish, and you know Germany will fall. The reason so I just can't, huh? I said it's going to be Southgate and vibes. Southgate, exactly. Southgate and vibes. Um, Germany still hasn't. 
I, I know they lack, usually with teams that lack a great striker <laughs> up front, somebody who can put the ball into the net from his sleeve. With yeah. teams like that that end up going to do well, it is because they get enough goals from across the pitch. They get enough goals from set pieces. They get enough goals from the midfield. I don't see enough goals coming from Kai Havertz, coming from Tony Cross, coming from Leon Goretzka, Yeshua Kimmich. I don't see those goals, so I can't. I'm I'm not, I'm not sure about Germany. I'm not. Okay. 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 Joe says it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an easy day. The next round they'll go out. The <laughs> next round they'll go out. Okay. Okay, let's go to the English fan. I think the one person I know who's a, a big English fan. I think you're, 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 you're a big English he fan. He's a big English fan. Yeah. yeah. I am. I am. So, yeah, let's go. England, Germany. Again, I hate to say this. This game will be won with the coaches. Uh, with Sudgate, I can almost tell his lineup. This Germany's team is growing. Jola, I saw this, I what you said earlier. There are goals coming from this team. Uh, listen, Havertz has scored like two or three goals. Goriska came in and scored a goal. This German team is cooking. And I don't know what they're cooking, but I don't think England wants to smell what they're cooking right now at this moment. Um, I picked Germany to win if we see Kimmich and Goriska in midfield. If we see Kimmich and Goriska in midfield, we see Sonny on the left, we see we see Gnabry on the right, Mola, Mola, as the Mola as a 10 or like a second nine, and probably a Harvard in, in like whatever way. If they can move Kimmich down to midfield. I think the England midfield and defense would not know how to deal with their rampant attack. But yeah, I, I, there's so much to talk about this. And then listen, Southgate, we've all said everything about Southgate. He's going to be negative in his lineup. Germany is going to have the ball. If Germany grows in confidence with the ball, they will beat England. So I picked Germany. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Josh. What are your thoughts, Josh? Yeah, this is a tough one. This is, I felt a bit more comfortable with, sorry, I felt a bit more confident with the uh, Portugal-Belgium one. But the England-Germany one, that's a tough one. Because even historically, they're kind of even. You know, they've met about like three times competitively, and they've each won once, lost once, and tied once. So it's very hard but like we've said, this is the worst, the weakest Germany's German side that we've seen in a long time. It's the strongest English side that we've seen in a long time. But I feel both coaches are just no longer um, are not good enough to coach these teams. Like we look at the German coach. Uh, what's his name again? He's kind of past it. Yeah. yeah, he's past it. And then you have Southgate who... You know, according to Kwame, the box is empty. So the tactical box is empty. So. <laughs> but just like Yemi was saying, sorry. If you can set the team up like Munich, like with the Sane on um Sane on the right, um Gnarby on the on the left hand side, 
or with Kimmich in the midfield, things will be things could be different. But just because, like we said, it's in Wembley, um, coaches like Southgate at Ole, they just know how to um, prove you wrong when the world least expects them to do so. So that's what I'm saying. That England is going to go through. England is going to beat Germany on this one. Okay. Okay. Good, Can I chip uh, in right quick? Can I chip in with one thing right quick? Do you mind if I okay, chip go in ahead. right quick? In terms of Germany, also, also, we have to look at this. The German team, they are filled with experience. People that have won the Champions League, Kimmich, Goreska, all those guys, they have experience. And that team has been together. Like It's just like the core. The core of that team has been together for a while. We are just seeing the, 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 the emergence of of this of this Saget team now. I think to him, he's still trying to find the right mix. Do I play Greece? Do I play Grealish? If I play Grealish, who sits, who starts? Do I play Santo? I don't think he really wants to play Santo anyway. I don't think he fancies Santo. So listen, again, we have to look at the experience that is in the German team. And they are much more youthful now. So again, that to my place, a part. Wembley or no Wembley, they have six professionals that know their game, they know their strengths, and they are not going to waver away from it. And they know how to get results. Yes, this is Germany. Germany, like Germany may not be the same team as old, but this a team that a team that has Kimmich, Goriska, Mola, and the rest, you have to be afraid of them. And the coach that will play them, you know. Yeah, you have to be afraid of them. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um Itata, is it the with the German machine out um outplay or out fox Grealish and vibes? Because that's what England are in my opinion. I think I think I think I actually have a greater concern for a possibility of a breakout than the football match because uh, there is video evidence that uh, Joachim Lowe's hands goes to uncharted territories. So there should, should be there should be a truckload of uh, sanitizer. <laughs> So, oh, God. actually, but my main point, I don't, I don't know if people realize this. Germany are gradually exiting their fourth generation of footballers that have brought glory to that country. There was the Beckenbauer and the uh, Gerd Muller, and then there was the Rummenigge, and then you had Luther Matthäus and their set with Effenberg, and now it's been Schwansteiger, Cruz, which is gradually phasing out. And England are still yeah. singing 1966. I just wanted to put that out there. So it's going to they're going to go to a fifth generation, and England are still singing 66. Now, with regards this game specifically, um, it's going to be I, I pick Germany historically, but the game will be won by coaching, like like Yemi has, has talked about it. Uh, Joachim Lowe, like Southgate, I don't know, they're specialists in dodging solutions. There's a solution coming, they dodge it to sweet. Solution comes, they dodge it. So, <laughs> so, so it, 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 it's pretty much identical coaches who dodge solutions. They deliberately want to lose a football game because they have the solutions, they never want to use it. I don't know what Kimmich is doing on the on the right hand side. 
of the defense. You know, he shouldn't yeah. be playing. He's too good to be playing on the right side. Right. You know, and then if 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 the coaching is right, I think Germany might lose because of Hummels. Hummels playing as a sweeper is is too dangerous. Mm. You know, it's going to be evenly matched, but just he's still just based off of history and the press winning the match before England even kicks the ball. I think Germany takes it. Okay. Just based yeah. off of just history, I think Germany takes it. Because tactically, both coaches all refuse to do the right thing. So, okay, that's that, that, that's those are very good points. In my opinion, um, the only reason why I'm just going with England is you know I'm just looking at the tournament and historically, tournament football is very very pra conservative, pragmatic. People that do well, England has played three games. Yeah, Croatia is a difficult opponent, but they've not considered a goal throughout the group stages. They know how to grind results out. However, like everybody has pointed, I think Yemi pointed that out. Itata has kind of pointed that out. If they go to the German, like the Bayern Munich midfield, I think that midfield can overwhelm England's midfield because they have there's familiarity there. You know, Muller, Goretzka, make there's familiarity there. Sane and they can, they their talents and their dual talents can overrun them, especially because in the last game when they were losing, he made some changes that impressed me. Walking low, like some bold changes when he brought in. Um, Musiala into the game. Musiala is somebody that you know it's kind of in the frame of um, Bellingham, Jude Bellingham. So mm -hmm. those kind of changes, like bold changes, if he goes with the bold lineup, you know, I think Joaquim Low wins it if he goes with bold lineup. But if I'm going to make a pick now, just at rest based on what I've seen so far, I think England, I'll go with the, the three lions to win okay. that. Our last preview game because I don't want to preview everything. Before we jump into, I think we we'll talk about. I want to talk about like referee decisions, which Tara brought up, which I think is good, and VR, how VR has worked. Our last preview, I want to talk about, and I'll kick this one off because I have special interest in this one. It's Spain and Croatia. Mm. The special interest I have in this game is like that is a battle of the midfield. Midfield. Yeah. That's Kovacic, uh, Modric, Brozovic, Vasos, Busquets, my man Pedri. That boy, Pedri, guys, this is my hot take. Nice. This is my hot take for the year 2020. I always make hot takes. I get like it's, I get like it's five percent right. The fifty percent I get wrong is it's really like very terribly wrong. But my time is <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always very right. My hot take is Pedri is going to become one of the best midfielders. If he doesn't get injured, he's going to be one of the best midfielders of, of his generation. That's my hot take yeah. for 2021. Yeah. Here first. Guaranteed. So, yeah. back, back to that midfield battle. I, I think it's um, it's very interesting because you're seeing a battle of like Busquets, who's an old master, who, if you give him space, he will tear you apart. I just like control the tempo and moving your defenses around. Versus Modric, who I don't understand where that guy was built from. I feel like Modric was built in a lab. That's my opinion. Like it was created like some genes. I'm being serious. Like when I watch Modric, I'm like, I don't understand this guy. Like this guy is incredible. From, right. I think Modric is past it. So Champions League the last few games in Chelsea. Oh, it looks like he's past it. And all of a sudden he just turns it on and he's pressing. He's driving. He's I'm like, how do you do this? This guy is still he's still running games at 36 in this modern day midfield. He's running football games. That that's incredible to me. That's 
absolutely incredible what Modric does. So it's the old master versus the new generation in Pedri. Kuke is not new generation, but like, and um, Busquets, who's kind of an old master himself. So that midfield battle for me is the key for this game. I am actually going to go with Spain just because I think Spain needed that last game that they went and just exploded. Because they came yeah. the first week and they were so boring to watch. Like, at least for the neutral people who don't like possession, you know, tiki taka football without end product. But like that last game, it looks like they exploded onto life and they found something goal scoring wise. You know, so I, I'm going with Spain because I feel like you just have multiple goal threats than um, Croatia. Uh, because Croatia's forward line, they're kind of struggling. And was the Rebic and the other guy, they're, they're kind of struggling, in my opinion. And I think Spain just have uh, multiple tools that if, if it goes to extra time late in the game, they can throw in Ferran Torres, they can throw in people that can open, you know, open them up. So that that is my pick. Um, what, what, your, what are your thoughts, um, Josh? Let's go with you next. Spain, Croatia. Yeah, that's also another difficult one. Of, like, that's Spain's group was probably like, because I'm part of a group um, uh, we're doing like basically the football fantasy where we're picking out teams. And that was the one group that I don't think anyone got right because that group mm. was just underwhelming to say the least. <laughs> So it was just one of those. But I think Spain has the younger of the two teams, like in terms of uh, players um, overall, they have the younger players. Um, and they, like you said, Pedri is pretty exciting of a player to watch. Um, so I'm going to give it to Spain because I feel like Spain, as much as they've been, they've underperformed in the group stage, they still have a lot. While I feel like Croatia, they have the experience, but they just don't have the legs. And right now, I think they're relying so much on Modric versus Spain is they're just they don't really have like a, a target man that they're relying on to you know kind of produce the goods. Versus, I think Croatia is just they're going to rely on Modric, and if Modric is not having the greatest of games, then you know I could definitely see Spain. Uh, running with this one but i think it would be like a very close like one nil kind of game okay okay uh what are your thoughts i mine is mine would be different because i think spain would absolutely overwhelm croatia that's how i look at it i think okay. it was uh, spain was a case of uh, it's almost like a car that needs a jumper cable <laughs> that jumper cable was Sergio Busquets. Busquets. He came yep. in. Yep. yep. Sergio Sergio Busquets into that team has taken yep. Spain to another level. Yeah. They're not with Busquets on the team, they'll overpower Croatia. Absolutely. Because Croatia would Croatia in circumstances like this depend on Modric playing, like I call it inspirational football, but it won't be enough. It won't be enough. No. I think I think it might even be a case of Spain wiping the floor with Croatia if care is not taken. Because they're now, it is now a very, almost a perfect team with Busquets in it. Because they have everything, they had the possession, but what Busquets does is he decides how the possession goes. It's not just True. about possession, he truly dictates that <clears throat> possession. True. He, he, Busquets and Pielo have won 
if not two of the best ever deep line midfielders in the history of the game. Period. So I'm leaning Spain just, just because of that. Pep, Pep calls it La Posa, right? People that can yeah. control the tempo, that control the pace, you know. That's yeah. what they're very hard to find in modern day football. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, they know when to quicken it, they know when to slow it down, you know. Yeah. Busquets, like you said, Perlo, David Silva. Uh, those, yeah. those are the big master. One of my favorites. Yeah. You said what? I said Rick Helme was one of my favorite yes. midfielders. Like, right. oh, respect, respect, respect yeah. to that yeah. guy. Respect yeah. to that. Yeah. One of the sweetest. I've never seen anyone that can hold played. on to the ball. It doesn't matter if you're kicking him, pushing him. Yeah. You're not getting that ball off him. Like, he yeah. was, yeah. He had incredible, level. you know, Rick Helme, Berbatov, Ronaldinho. There's, there's something about Zidane. There's something about them. You see the ball. You can see the ball. You can go for the ball. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting it. Yeah. That's very true. Okay. Let's go to uh, Croatia. Yeah, yeah. I have to pick. I have to pick Spain here. Uh, Modric is not enough for Croatia. And let's even ignore the genius of uh, Sergio Busquets. Um, <clears throat> let's ignore that for a second, right? It'll be a crime to do so, but let's let's commit that crime, right? Look at that Croatian. I don't like. I see mistakes in that Croatian defense. I see Dejan Lovren. What's that guy? Vida. They're, they're just not good enough, right? They may have a strong midfield, but they will suffer defensively and they will suffer in the attack. Rebic in AC Milan, he doesn't even play as a striker. So um, I and you know it's it's. It's obvious why they're not seeing a lot of goals from him. Well, I don't think he has even scored at all this tournament. So um, I have it's it's simple for me. I ha I have to speak to pick Spain as 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 genius uh, as much as Modric is a genius. Is he's not he's not enough. He's not enough. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, me. Your, your favorite people, right? So that will all of Barcelona people on there. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Viva Baca, whatever that is. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, listen, I'm going to twist it a different way. Since everybody's leaning to Spain, I'm going to go to Croatia. <clears throat> I feel, I feel Rakitic retiring at this time wasn't good for Croatia. I feel this was part of the games that he was built of to play and to be an influence in that midfield. They helped him them in that midfield and i'm wondering why this guy hasn't been seen hasn't been starting as much or even playing Kovacic, i am hoping to see a modric and Kovacic midfield somebody that can put the pressure on spain's midfield and drive through that midfield to pin them back a little bit yes spain is going to dominate possession 93 to 7 percent you know there's just spain you know, but one thing they don't have is they don't have a finisher. And all of their possession sometimes goes around, around, around because they don't have somebody to finish. A lot of people are not talking about this guy, uh, Perisic. Perisic is a big game player and it comes yes. on in big games to score the odd goal. I would like to see Kovacic and Modric in that midfield. Yes, this thing, uh, Croatia this is going to defend a lot. No, but somebody that can take that someone that can take and the pressure, the pressure creatively, creatively create. I don't even know how to put that in English. And there's someone that can drive through that Spain's midfield. 
that can expose the newly formed partnership of Tartores and Laporte. They are both good, but good. Nobody as as a unit. We've not seen them play, and they are lapses. They we've not seen them play. I play it we've not seen them play just for long together so that's what i want to see but if i'm picking oh definitely i'm picking spain and that guy pedri if pedri gets on the ball and they play like this guy busquets then it's done it's done for croatia okay yeah all of us going big on spain uh, go ahead sorry josh what are you about to say yeah that's a that's a great point the only thing with that is with croatia is spain throughout the group stage they played teams that sat back and just defended yeah. the yeah. issue is the question is will croatia play like that i see croatia trying to play out and also try obviously spain is going to have most of the ball but i think croatia is also going to try to play their own game and i think that's where croatia will get exposed Versus, I feel like with Spain, they've been playing a lot of teams that have kind of sat back and kind of let them dictate, you know, um, the entire game versus, and when you play teams that sit back, we know what happens, right? They're, they're yeah. so aware True. of every, True. they don't give you a space, they don't give True. you space, they don't give you time versus I think True. Croatia doesn't have the legs to, you know, they, I feel like Croatia would try to play out and play their game. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think that's where Spain will... Um, have a bit more space up front to score, which but, is very true. Which is very true, but true, but also listen. You have to look at it this way. Uh, Croatia might be old, but they are vastly experienced. They've played together for years, so I guess they know this in each other's tendencies. We're talking about a Spain team that is relatively new. Hmm. Pedri, new. Morata ain't scoring that much. Uh, who is on their right? They are still trying to listen, figure out their right back. The left back is stable. Center back unit is stable. In midfield, what do you do? Do you play Koke? Mm. You play this guy. Busquets stays. How about Lorente? Lorente should be playing in midfield. It will give them an yes. additional push in midfield. But, but listen, in the right back side, side of things, he has been doing a good job. But guess yeah. who is going to face? A Perisic. Yeah, that is not a matchup that you hope to get because homeboy has the space. He's good with both yeah. feet. He can whip in the cross, and in big games, this guy steps up. In big games, over the years, he's stepped up. Now, now again, my thing is, if they play a defensive line and leave Modric alone to carry the load in dictating and driving the team, they would lose. Period. Because Modric, they would just put a guy Modric. And just have they can put this cook your modric and all he just needs to do is just stand around him make him wait two extra seconds before he passes the ball that don't benefit <laughs> but yes. like if you put in yes. a guy like this and a guy like this or a guy that can take the ball and drive through and, and yeah, yeah and can carry the ball and also create he's a very very good creator too by the way yeah. and then he too can also dictate play he won't have that much of the ball. No, but whenever he's on the ball, he has had the experience of winning the Champions League. He has had the experience of also playing in Spain. So also, this we have to also look, look, look at those dynamics. Spain is a relatively new team, and they are growing into their own. They don't still have an identity. So yes, those are some things that we still need to look at. Okay. If, okay. I, uh, if, I, if I could just quickly add, you know, in the game of football, 
for you to do something, you have to have the ball. And if Jamie is telling me that Spain are going to have the ball 93% possession, it means Croatia have to be extremely efficient to win that game of football. Very true. Because they, they are not going to have the ball. They will not have the ball, I can guarantee you. And Which that is... Yeah, Jola. Jola, no, 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 Jola. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't saying that because Spain are going to have so much of the ball. Croatia needs to be able to bury chances. That one chance they yeah. will get, yeah. Just bury. I don't see somebody putting the ball in the back of the net for them. A Madrid from outside good. the box. You know what I mean? It's got to be. It's a tough one because I, in my bracket, I picked um, Croatia to go through. I don't know why I said Spain, but. <laughs> But it's a tough one. It's a very it's uh it's one of those games that it's gonna be fun to watch, but it's gonna mm -hmm. be fine margins, I think, in that game. If I had one last question, guys, I had sorry, I had one question. Do you guys know why Ansu Fati is not playing for Spain? He's injured. He has been He's injured. injured. Okay, I figured. He's, He's still yeah. injured. He's still injured. And there and there are doubts of him of him from starting or people starting the next season because okay. he got an injury setback, yeah. No, but okay. if he was there, he starts. Luis Enrique always plays him. He plays him from the left of attack. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, this year. Okay, okay. I think that's enough for the previews. Uh, let's go into VAR. Let me just quickly um, give a setting. I, I think the VAR execution application has been great, in my opinion. I don't know if anybody else thinks otherwise. I think for the most part, the referee has been good. And one takeaway for me is. In in, <clears throat> in when you compare in comparison to the EPL, um, when you look at the application and implementation of VAR, it's it's let me know at least for example that the referees have just not applied it well. Whether it's the referees, whether it's the governing body, referee, how they've applied the VAR, you know, the decision VAR decisions have been quick, they've been timely, in my opinion. I mean, there've been one or two mistakes, but overall, I think VAR and referee has been. Great in this tournament, and uh, it turns out I brought it up. I'll let you take this away. What are your, what, what are your thoughts or opinion about this? Quickly. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think overall is I, I, you know, I am, I am on the other side of the fence when it comes to beer, just generally, because I think, okay. I think they, I think at goal line technology there should have been a pause there, just because I, I still think VAR was rushed into this game. And I think it's it's um, it's not it's almost like it's trying to force to create the perfect sports and footballs that the, the nature of football is not to be it's not supposed to be a perfect sport. You know, you can imagine a, a, a great build up to a goal being ruled out because of a because of a toe over the line. You know, it, it's it's very frustrating. I think I think the execution of VAR should be in frames, you know. I suppose putting the needle, put the, the block, you know, let there be like a, a frame. Because they're now reducing it to bare millimeters, and it, it's almost like a joke now. You understand? It's yeah. almost like a joke. And then whether you like it or not, there is still that human element, which still makes it, 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 it's it's almost like they're trying to be hypocritic. You're trying to create the perfect sports with an imperfect system. It doesn't make sense to me, but you know, it is what it is. I think it's here to stay. We just have to embrace it. 
Can I, I say something uh, to that right quick? Do you mind? Yeah, if I say something yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, BRR is great for the sport. It's the implementation. It's just like long tennis. Yeah. Those fine margins has cost some teams and countries wins that can that can have led to trophies and stuff. Because those fine margins don't work for us in some ways, we just say in, 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 it's like a give and take thing. Okay, yes, listen. The it's just like what you said. Uh I think it's needed for both ends, the block end and the needle point end. A goal. Look at look at this end. Um I saw a goal that I saw a goal that could have gone in, except for this a part of the ball. A part yes. a part of the ball was on the line. Yes. If you are the opposite team or opposing team, you're gonna be pissed off because all the ball has to has to go past that line. Mm. If a referee calls that a goal, a goal listen against you, would you be happy? No. So again, again, here is needed. But listen, are there some things that need to be tweaked? Yes. No, but let us also understand that Vera just got into the game. So this it will take time. It will take time, Jones, Jones, for them to be able to rectify it. I think the more stress is the handball rule. There's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of stuff that is that is that is FIFA needs to fix. I think listen, a VAR is like the least of their worries right now. There are some referee rules that needs to be revisited. The offside rule definitely needs to be revisited. But I don't think it's much of VAR, to be honest. At least, at least listen in this competition that we are watching. That's just my thing. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with Yemi as well. I don't think I I think VAR is good for football, um, and it's it's needed because the the biggest complaint I've seen with with uh, commentators about VAR VAR is that oh it takes the referees have no control of the game. I'm sorry, I do not want a ref to be in control of the game because it's human and he makes mistakes. Um, so Barcelona if, versus Chelsea. Say, say that again. I said the yes. Barcelona versus Chelsea game. Uh, exactly. Those kind exactly. of games, they can hurt. Yeah, they they can hurt. So I'm 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 very I'm very good with um you know automating certain elements of the game. I think the careful balance that has to be struck by the governing body is that you 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 have as much as you want to automate and make you know precise decisions let us put some common sense right when we officiate and when we rule out certain goals um i agree that the handball rule is something that is a bigger problem for fifa and and you know the rest of the rest of the uh local fas um the reason the reason is because the handball rule is not uniform we need to have a uniform handball rule we cannot then the problem like i know in italy it doesn't matter whether your hand is going to the ball or whether the ball is coming to your hand or whether your hand is back here. They don't care. If the ball hits your hand in the box, it's a, it's a penalty. That's the rule in Italy. It's not the same in England. It's not the same in Spain. The problem is when we go play competitions like the World Cup, Euro, Champions League, uh, Europa League, now we have these refs from all over the continent applying different rules in different ways you know, from where they're from, from, from their respective countries and players are getting annoyed because I'm playing, if I'm playing against Stoke City, that's not, that's not a foul. 
but now I'm playing against Atalanta and 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 it's and it's a it's a penalty automatically. I think that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest thing for UEFA to. Um, I mean, for FIFA to for FIFA to really really just grab a hold of it and take control of that and just have a uniform handball rule. With the with VAR, what I want to see with VAR is this. I just want to see those offside calls make a little more sense. I mean, a player could have an erection, right, and be outside on the field for any reason. Like, it's crazy. You know, if, you, if your instrument is bigger than normal, you could be outside for that, for that nonsense, you know. So, family friendly show, everyone. Hey, everyone, this is a family friendly show. <laughs> Uh, but, but, but but like if like for okay fine if you let your if you if you let your beard grow like like you have right if you have if you have like the longer beard that could be counted against you because you know it's, it's a part ridiculous. of it so it is I want to I want to see it make more sense let's make a rule that look if any part of say his foot is on side then you know then we're good even if his head is offside if his foot is on then we're good like. So that that's really just what I want to see. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I think VAR, like it's VAR, is not the issue. It's how it is implemented in the rules, right? Like, because um, like we talked about um, the Chelsea Barcelona semifinals, that Italy South Korea game in oh, in two thousand and two. You can talk about the Frank Lampard goal against Germany. Yeah. All those games were the reasons why people were like, you know what, we need VAR. We need something that we can go back because we can't have one individual determine the fate of an entire game over entire nation's history. You know what I mean? It's just that that's too much power to give to one person. Um, my thing with VAR is, like I said, I, I think, um, Kwame, you just touched on that. It's the handball or the um, what they consider – natural positioning versus unnatural positioning. It's like, there's so many calls and I'm just like, how in the world, like, should that guy have just cut off his arms at that point? Like, you know, and I think it's just becoming so easy now. And, you know, what you, I feel like that's where the game is now moving into a lot of stat patterns. When you look at their stats, it's all penalties. And it's like, okay, where's this goal? I remember growing up and penalties were so hard to come by. Like it was yeah, a hard, yeah. like for your team to get a penalty, you're like, oh my goodness, we got, and now it's just like being gifted like water. You know what I mean? And it's, that's the part I, I do agree that needs to be addressed, the handball and what it's considered the natural position and unnatural position. Um, that's funny what you talked about the erection thing because Mourinho actually did say that. Um, oh, he did. Mourinho actually did say yeah, that. He's he says like, something it's like so that. Bad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's getting so bad that now it's like I have to almost get my players to shave their butt hair because now <laughs> the strand could be yeah. offside, oh, right? Yeah. And it's those fine margins, oh, and I just feel like if we keep going in that direction, think about all the amazing goals that have been scored in history. Half of those goals, we'll never see them again just because they'll get ruled off of sides. Yeah. Like you look at the Mbappe yeah. goal he scored against Portugal. Yeah. What a, That was a clinical finish. But guess what? Because his, I don't know, his nose was offside. So that goal was ruled out. And it's those little things that can make a difference in, like you said, in the results of games, memories that fans, you know, we pay for it. We want to see those memories happen, but they they don't end up happening because some technology has decided that 
it was on a natural position or whatever. So that's why I feel VAR is essential for the game, but it's how it's implemented that um, is not so good. But Euros has been fine, except for the France Portugal. Yeah, the France Portugal game. Yeah, that was kind of what's going on here. But overall, it's been good. Okay, okay. I think that's a good. One uh, last thing. Point. One last thing. Do you mind? Uh, do you mind if I say one last thing? One last thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the last thing also is let's let 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 us look at it this way. Soccer has gone a lot quicker, faster pace. Every fast pace sport, sport now has some form of VAR in it. Handball, basketball, long tennis, volleyball, and soccer. It's difficult for, for like a referee to keep up, to keep up with the speed of the game. So that's one of the reasons why VAR is, is needed. Because there's a referee are gonna start missing a lot of calls. Referees have been missing calls simply because of the pace of the game. So like it was either, do you have a referee on each half or you have VAR? So listen, we should also think about that one. That's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's such uh, a good shout because uh, Benzema's goal that could have been easily ruled off if there was no VAR, even though he was outside. Yeah. It could have that could have changed the game entirely, right? Even though yeah, that yeah. was the right call. Sure. Sorry, VAR was the right call, but the ref made a mistake and called it offsides. You know, so those moments make you appreciate VAR. Okay, and then okay. the ref has also missed a blatant this a blatant this a, a penalty when they stepped on on Bappe's leg at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There should have been a penalty too as well. Yeah, so, that's true. That's true. That's I think that's a good stopping point for that. Let's get to the juicy part to wrap up. We we'll go to the bracket predictions. You know, this is where this be like I said, I did one for Champions League, and I think I still um, probably owe Idris's gift card. We're doing one for this for the Euros. We're going to bracket, and the winner of the league is going to get a gift card also um, from Footy Fantasy. So I'll start with um, Oga Kwame because I know he has already he's laid out already. I will start with Belgium, <laughs> Portugal. We're going to predict each game, literally, you know, from the, to the quarterfinals and all the way to the finals. So, Ogakwame, let's go quickly. It's probably going to take a while, so I'm going to try and speed it up. Okay. Belgium, Portugal, who's your pick? Ah, uh, picking Portugal. You're picking Portugal, okay. And I'll send the table after this, sometime this week, you know, how everybody's predictions, I'll send it, you know, I'll create like a table of where we are so that we keep monitoring. I'll be posting after each round where everybody's point-wise. So, just to give uh, context, if you get... Uh, uh, I'll just keep it simple. I didn't want it to go to score, but I'm like, mm, that's going to make everything complicated. So for anybody that gets prediction right of who wins, you get two points. That's it. That's how we do it. If you don't get the prediction right of who wins, no, zero points. Because I think, you know, when you get into like scoreline prediction, it gets complicated. So I'll just keep it simple. So that comment says Portugal. I say Belgium. That's my prediction. Josh, who's your prediction? Belgium, uh, Portugal. Uh, Belgium. Belgium, okay. Itata? You're mute. Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, me? Yeah, me. Who's your, who's your, who's your pick? Belgium, Portugal. Belgium. 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 Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, let's go to 
Stay on that side of the bracket. Italy, Austria. I go with Italy. <laughs> I think that's an easy one for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going <laughs> Josh? Yeah, Italy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, me? Yeah, me, who's your pick? Oh, my pick is Italia. 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 Ita Ita you don't need to tell me your pick. I've already put it clear. <laughs> 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 I'm going to need to ask you. I already know. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try too, so I know. Okay. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Hell no, I know Itata. He, he's always Stay <laughs> on the side of the bracket. Uh, Itata, who's your with you? Who's your pick? France, France, Switzerland. France. Okay. Um, Yemi, France, Switzerland. France. France. Okay. Ogakwame, France, Switzerland. France. Josh, I'm not going to ask you. I know you're, I know you're yeah. going to France. Mine is France in the finals. France, uh, France in the finals all the way. Le, le blues. Le I le le blues. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Croatia, Spain. This one, this one is a tough one. Let me start, let me start with Yemi. Yemi, Croatia, Spain. Yeah. Spain. Okay, Yemi says Spain. Itata, Croatia, Spain. Spain. Josh, Croatia, Spain. So for the bracket that I'm doing, I changed it to Spain for that for that bracket. But for this one, I'm keeping it as Croatia. Okay. I gotta be right yeah, somehow. I gotta be right somehow. Y'all talking Y'all owe me something. You're hedging your bets. That's good. That's good. Okay, come what, what are you going with? Spain. Spain. Ita uh, I think I said Itata, right? Yeah. You told me us. Yeah. I'm going with Spain too. I'm going to Spain. Okay. Let's go to the other side of the bracket. This is where everything gets, I think, interesting. The game that kicks off in less than 30 minutes. Wales and Denmark. Uh, let me start. Oga Kwame, who are you going with? Denmark. You're going with Denmark. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Josh? Oh, man. I feel like I should... I should hedge my bets again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I picked Denmark. I picked them. Uh, I'll go with Denmark actually on this one. Okay. It was tricky, but I would just say Denmark. Yemi, who are you going with? Dem Denmark. Denmark. Okay. Itata. I'm going with Wills. Okay. Now exactly. Go against I, the I love this. I love this. This is getting interesting. Go against the grain. Go against the grain. There's got to be an Denmark. upset somewhere. So it's trying I'm to figure out what the upset is. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm exactly. I'm just playing the, I'm playing the easy. I've just chosen the favorites everywhere. <laughs> okay. 
That's what I'm here for. I'm choosing the right. <laughs> okay. You know what's scary, right. though? What? What's scary? If, if we all picked Portugal and Germany to go out, that's kind of weird because that was the group of death, and the fact that two teams will go out in the knockout stage is concerning for me. Because it's making me think, I'm like, oh, am I doing this right? Because the upset has to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Netherlands, thing, Josh. Josh, Netherlands, Czech Republic. Who's your pick? Uh, I'm going with the Netherlands. Okay, Josh is really think they played in the finals. Okay. The Orange boys. Uh, I'm doing Czech Republic. Okay. I love this. It's interesting. Yeah, me. I'm going with the Dutch, Netherlands. Okay, Itata. Yeah, I'm going with the country of Marco van Basten. Netherlands. Okay, okay. I'm switching it up here. I am going Czech Republic. I think that's where the upset will be. <laughs> That's, mm. that's where I am too. That's where I am. My, my crystal ball is telling me, has been telling me this. Plus, I, mean, plus. I think it's the Wales Denmark game that's going to be the upset, I think. Okay. <laughs> that's what's true. Okay, okay, okay. Um, England, Germany. That's how Josh. Go with England in this one. Wow, it's coming home, it's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> <That's coming. laughs> this is not a this is not a no, 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 actually, this, this, this I have no position. This is not the position, this is not litigation. This is but but this my my choice here is not tactically informed at all. There is no yeah. reason to, but I'm picking England. Oh, Purely based on what my spidey senses are telling me. Spider senses, Jack Grealish and vibes. Yeah, me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, me. Three lions. I think I yeah, think yeah, is frozen. Yeah, frozen. Oh yeah, me is frozen. Let me kick him out. I Almost like I'll get active. Let me kick him out. I kick him back in. Yeah, me is frozen. Yeah, me, you need to come back in. I can still see him frozen in there. All right. Yeah, me, you see your tactics is frozen like that Southgate. When I see you moving, I'll, I'll bring you back in. Um, Itata. Germany. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Itata went big. I'm going with England. I think they have the better defense. Even though I feel like I'm going wrong on this one, I, I have a hard time going wrong, but I'm going England. I'm going England. Sweden, this is the this is the one that almost I feel like is going to throw the spanner in everybody's world. Yes, Sweden, <laughs> Ukraine. I don't. Yeah, know. that's the one I'm like. I don't know what to pick here. What the hell is this? Okay, you while you here? guys contemplate, I picked Sweden. You picked Sweden. Okay, that has thrown his hat. Throw his Cut into the ring quickly. Tata I'm going Sweden. Ukraine. I'm going Ukraine. Okay, okay. Shevchenko and Co. Shevchenko and Vibes. All right, all right. Let's see, let's see. <laughs> that, that comment goes to Shevchenko and Vibes. Josh. 
I'm going with Sweden on that one. Uh, okay. What's his name? Isa. Isa is going to bang a goal in that game. Who? Alexander Isa. Okay. Isa? Isa, the striker. That, yeah, that, that guy's a baller. Yeah, he's he's yeah, pretty impressed. Yeah, he's impressed me. This is that a return? Is that a return blood? Yeah. Blood, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going Sweden, you know. I'll be impressed with them. They move the ball, force back, you know. I'm going yeah. Sweden. It looks slightly organized. This is where it's they're resilient. Me. They're very resilient, Sweden. They're yeah. very resilient. They're very resilient. Okay, so now let's go into quarterfinals. This is where it's going to get complicated. I, I, we have to now start picking each person's fixture. So I, I guess my first quarterfinal pick is. I went with Belgium versus. I think I went to Belgium, Italy. Ogakwame went with Portugal. I went to Portugal, Italy. Italy, okay. Josh is like me too. Belgium, Italy. Yemi is Belgium easily too. Come, we're still looking for Yemi. Finding, finding Yemi, just like you're finding Nemo. Where's Yemi? <laughs> finding Yemi. <laughs> uh, Itata is Portugal, Italy. Okay. Yes. Stay with Itata. Who is your pick, Itata? Italy. Itata goes to Italy. Josh, who's your pick? For the Belgium-Italy game? Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say uh, it would be nice to see Italy. Nice. But I'm going to say, based on experience, Belgium. On that ah, one. Josh is Belgium. Okay. Oh, that's all, man. Um, yeah, so Portugal, Italy. <sighs> I have to pick Italy. I have Belgium, Italy, and I'm going with Italy. Sorry, Lukaku, my man, but I think <laughs> Mancini has these guys drilled, drilled to the T. Okay. Um, that's the first. That's the first um, semi-final. Uh, second semi-final. Oh, wait, what am I doing? Uh, first semi-final. So that's a uh, um, Spain. Actually, that's a. Uh... Oh, we just did the final. Shit, I should have jumped semi final straight away. Let's do, let's do the other quarterfinals. Yeah, I think I, I jumped the gun. Let's do the other quarterfinals. So, so I have I have France, Spain, and I picked France. France, Spain, that's true. Yeah. Has France, Spain. I have that as well. Me too. I think all of us do have France. Actually, did I put Croatia? Because I think Croatia, I was one of... Sorry? You put Croatia, Josh. 
Okay, so France, Croatia, but France to win to go to the semis. Um, now that Yemi is gone, this is a struggle, man. <laughs> this is a struggle. Is he back? He's not back. Okay. Um, well, you can always get his after him and um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get him, I'll get his after. So, you have France, I have France to France, Spain, and I'm going France. So, it looks like all of us are going France, correct? Everybody's going France here, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so everybody's going with France. Uh, and France meets the winner of the winner of the Italy, Portugal, or Italy, or, or Belgium, Belgium, Italy bracket. Whoever. Oh, that means it to be France versus, well, for me, it'll be France versus Italy. They have France, Italy, Ogakwame. Yeah. Uh, Qatar has France, France Italy. I have, um, France, Belgium. I have uh, France versus Belgium. Yeah. I have France, Italy too. So that's one side. Uh, the quarterfinals, the other quarterfinals, let's go. Um, so I have Sweden, Germany, and I pick Germany. So you have Sweden, Germany, Itata, right? Yes, and I pick Germany. <coughs> I had I had Ukraine, England. You had Ukraine, England. And you picked who? <laughs> That's harder to predict, though. I see it now. <laughs> right. Come on, think about the group stage, though. I think England has played teams like Ukraine and Sweden already in the group stage. <laughs> Similar teams. Similar. I'll pick England. I'll pick England. Yeah. And mine was, um, well, when you're ready. Yep, I'm ready. Yep. Yeah, mine was um, Sweden uh, versus England, and I'm picking England to win that. Okay. Uh, I had uh, Sweden, England too, and I'm picking England too. To beat Sweden. Okay. Um, the last, I guess, quarterfinal. So that's so I had, oh, okay. okay, Tata, go ahead. Tata, go ahead. I had Netherlands, Wales, and I'm picking Netherlands. 
Japiki, Netherlands. Yes. I had Czech v Denmark, and I'm picking Denmark. Ooh, the Denmark Cinderella story continues. And for myself, I picked the Netherlands versus Denmark, and I'm going with the Netherlands. Oh, I don't think we've seen this matchup in a long time. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No. There's certain matchups we haven't seen in a long time. I have checked that mark too. <coughs> my my pictures are very similar to um Kogakwamazon. But I have I have I have that mark too. Okay, so the semifinals are. So we've, we've picked all the quarterfinals. So semifinals. Who are semifinals? Let's start with Qatar. I have Italy, France, and because Italy are built for games like this, I picked them to beat France. It will be so one-sided, but Italy will win that game. Okay, you have Italy, France. Man, Itata, you're making me want to just pick Italy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, France, Itata. Um, oh my God. Um, Italy, France, I pick Italy. Okay. Uh, for me, it would be Belgium, France, and I'm picking France. So similar to the World Cup semis, once again, Belgium underperforms or gets their heart broken by the champions. Sorry, Tata, who do you say you are picking? Sorry. Fact, I'm I pick Italy, Italy. Italy to beat France in the semifinals. Okay. Uh, Josh, you say you are you are France, Belgium, and you pick that who? France to win. It gets tricky in this stage because this is where yeah. you start listening to your emotions versus logic, right? Because <laughs> you want yep. your team to yep. reach the finals. <laughs> I have France Italy. I have France Italy and I I I have France Italy and I pick I pick France. I changed mine too. I go, I go with France. More, more, more like emotions. I know this is emotions for me. The only reason I'm, I can't go ahead and pick France is because defending champions, well, no, they're World Cup defending champions, though. Mm -hmm. That's different. Uh, yeah. And I, historically, I, it's always been the team that won the World Cup that wins the Euros. Well, historically, but hard to say. Mm. I'll stick with it. I think yeah, if if the Euros were last year, like Euro 2020, I would have been so confident that France was going to just go through. But so much has happened in one year. Yeah. That extra year makes a huge difference. Okay. All that semifinal. 
Who do you have in your bracket? Uh, who wants to go first? Who has? He's ready. I had Germany, Netherlands, and I picked Germany. I had Denmark, England. Oh, geez. So it's really coming home, eh? Come nah, it's, it's stopping in Copenhagen. So I'm <laughs> they ran out of fuel over there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it got too cold. <laughs> it's so funny because Kwame, he, he realized. <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs> look on your face was priceless because he wasn't even paying attention to it. And when he saw it, he's like, wait, what? Well, I know. <laughs> what would be so funny is That's if funny. England gets to the finals and then Selgate pulls the OA, no substitution. Oh, he's a very defensive oh, team. I would oh be dying. Like <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. No, should you have yours? So mine was England uh, versus the Netherlands, and I'm going with the Netherlands to reach the finals. Interesting. Okay. Wow. That would be my dream finals to see the Netherlands and France play. Unfortunately, they have a terrible coach in the Netherlands. Well, it looks like a lot of coaches are pretty terrible in this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things that are pretty common across the board is team's defense and their coaches. You know, I think everyone is midfield heavy, and then some teams have the number nines. But overall, I think what every team has in common is either very aged defense and a shitty coach. So Okay, let's wrap it up so that give us time to watch the semifinal. We have just five minutes left. So what, sorry, what's the second round game? So I guess Josh, I, maybe I should I ask you, but I'll just ask you just for formality's sake. Your winner is yeah. France, yeah. Yeah, winner is France. La Pogba for the goal. <laughs> I'm with France too. I'm I'm with that too. France, France. Tata, who's your winner? This one is actually the final. Germany, Italy is difficult for me to pick, but I'll lean Italy. If I've if I've come this far with them, I just lean it. But it's a difficult, very difficult one. To yeah. But I go Italy. There's Zuri's. Absolutely. Yeah. So my final is Italy, Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> now look at that. It is like he's good at putting up with something. He's doing it. out. He really isn't. Hey, that's how the that, if that's how the table pans out. I, but I'll, and I'll pick Italy for the final. Man, Italy, Ericsson's ghost is Ericsson's spirit is playing he's, for the team. Yeah, man. He's gonna it's too soon, but you know, Ericsson is yeah, definitely there. I'm gonna ask England sure. in the final. I have England in the final. I have France England final, and I'm France wins. I think England's going to the final. That was my first pick when I saw the bracket was set up. I was like, oh, if England stays on this side of the bracket, they're going to the final, and I'm sticking with that. Yeah, and that's the one that is going right for England this competition. The side of the bracket they happen to be on. That's that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of times these things happen. Uh we've come to the end of the pod. If you're watching, since let's get let everybody get back to watching the games and actually enjoying the game on the weekend. The sun is out. If you're aware, it's sun's out, guns out, like they say. <laughs> 
I can't say that because once that drones out, I can stop. Yeah, when the sun is and the summer, you know, enjoy it. If you can go to like a bar to watch it outside a patio, you know, that's part of having the use of tournaments like this in the summer. Thanks for watching. Like, share, subscribe, Foodie Fantasy, Touchline Talks. Um, this time I will put it in the description. You know, the link for Foodie Fantasy and Touchline Talks will be there. Share, like, subscribe. Um, to everybody that joined us, um, Itata, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. It's been yeah, fun it's hearing your, yeah. your proverbs and jokes. And um, Josh also, <laughs> <laughs> okay. also part of the team. Thank you for joining us. Um, and we're out, everyone. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Take care, guys.